Blog Talk Radio. A dog inherited $5 million. I think I speak for everyone when I say, Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? I'm Brett Singer. This is my show. Fred from the bunker, oh yeah, the bunker's opening, yeah, it might be open soon, it might be open soon, comedy clubs are opening in April, yeah baby, it is Friday, March 5th, it is 11am Eastern Standard Time, it is Brett from the bunker, I am Brett Singer, I am joined today by Kyle Lewis, Kyle, how you doing? What's going on everybody, I'm doing alright, Brett, how are you? I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good, you know, I'm, I'm excited. We got the word. We got the word the comedy clubs are going to open, right? That's exciting. Yeah, we are. It is exciting. I, uh, this whole pandemic, I've been pessimistic. <laughs> I think most people have. And while it is exciting, I'm also still very hesitant about this, too. But I, I am happy for as long as guidelines are followed and as well as possible and we're getting vaccinated as early as possible, then. Why I think not? it would you be know, it here. would be nicer if everybody was vaccinated. I think it is too bad that we are yeah. still in a weird holding pattern. Um, so, so I take it you have not been vaccinated. Uh, I'm as of today. It, it's going to happen this weekend. I, I mean, it's oh Monday. really? So oh, good for you. This upcoming Monday, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. My, uh, poor health has uh, <laughs> worked out in my favor. Right. I was going to say, like, it's like, hey, yeah. you're not healthy. Great. <laughs> exactly. Congratulations. Thank you asthma. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That, that, listen, it's a legit reason, so you should take advantage of it. I mean, yeah. I'm not even, it's not even taking advantage. It's just, you know, it's available to you, so you should do it. All right, it's on the list, you know. Yeah, it's a legit, legit All thing. Absolutely, 100% legit. Yeah. Go for it, I say. Go for it. So how have you been holding up in all the quarantining and everything that's going on? Uh, I can't believe it's been a full year. I feel like it's been... It's been like a, a TV show or a Marvel movie. There's been stages of the quarantine. I remember early March. I'm like, oh, yeah. I already worked from home, but now I work. Now I had just people that live with me, like my brother and family and stuff. So I'm like, all right, well maybe we can catch up on all these shows while we're working from home and do this and do that and focus on like Zoom shows are gonna be very very fun in like season one of this. And now I'm at like season ten. It's like The Office or Friends. You're just like and just end. I'm over all of this. I just want to go to the store again. I'm done. That's how, that's how I feel. I'm just I'm just like over it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I do not blame you. Um, it's definitely. I mean, I allowed myself to be excited by the. Uh, the I, I am not by nature an optimistic person, but you know, when the idea that you could act, that I could actually do a set indoors. You know, and it's not like I was getting booked all over town, but, you know, but there were opportunities. Yeah. And so, you know, just being able to do that again. Um, now, the outside, the outside stuff's been fine. I've done some of that. And I don't, I don't mind the Zoom. I really don't. But I definitely miss being, you know, on a regular comedy club stage. That, that is definitely the, the main home for this. And I think it'll be nice to get back to it, you know. Uh, assuming, no, as so you say, too. assuming everything so. goes assuming everything goes well and everybody follows the guidelines and all of that stuff. Yeah, my concern is that uh, comedy clubs, not just comedy clubs, 
Comedy clubs are going to be regulated. They're going to be okay. They're going to be, for the most part, fine. Bar shows are going to try and come back in full force. Uh, we had hundreds of bar shows before that were uh, already at 33% <laughs> of, 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 of the uh, Well under but, the cap. Uh, yes, but people, people are going to want to see comedy. They're going to want to go out, which is great. But people are being getting sick and getting COVID from these outdoor shows. Not a lot. But but it happens. No, no, it's a good like, no, it's a good point. You're giving me yeah. pause. You're giving me pause. But so, I think you're right. <laughs> I mean, April, April is great, but you might want to wait to do your first set in July. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Or bring your show back in August. It's not the that's, worst that's idea. That's my cautious tale. It's, it's yeah. not a terror. You're not make. You're making sense. You're absolutely making sense. You're uh, you're you're, you're making a calm case. <laughs> hey, we're all itching to get back out there, but we gotta. We can't all be out at once. I know it's gonna be the floodgates are gonna open. You know, I yeah. think I think it's gonna be Mike people are gonna go bananas. The FOMO, yeah. Like you already get the FOMO of like people doing the outdoor shows, and you're just like, oh, I'm missing so much. Like, personally, I feel like I'm gonna have to. I feel like I'm just gonna be starting over, which is, which sucks. Like I, I feel like a lot of connections were made to these outdoor shows and a lot of friendships, a lot of new bookings and new opportunities. Now you're kind of back to square one, not square one, but like a whole new square pretty much. That's how I feel about myself because booking has always been a, not, I'm sure other comics shows there too, or it looks like some comics can just get booked easily and others like have to like fight for it. Really, really hard. Sure. I always feel like I have to fight like really, really hard to get booked, and I don't suck. I'm good at what I do. I'm, I was I'm gonna say good. you're a good comic. I don't know, you know. I I would yeah. think you'd be able to get booked. Thank you. I don't know if uh, I have to be more like I, I. I hate asking for spots. I know you got to do it, but it just I'm that that's the concern of mine. Just for me personally, just like oh god. I also like. I wish certain things. Sorry, I wish certain things would go away. At least go to a minimum. I saw a comedy club already being like, "We're opening back up our like special thing," which means they're bringer shows. And you're like, "Come on!" We could oh, somebody somebody tweeted about that. My friend, my friend Ariel Dundas tweeted about that bringers are back. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're like, are you kidding me? Like, are we gonna bring? <laughs> oh, I think you could totally do a bringer. I used to produce a bringer. I think you could do a bringer in a minute because I think people are hungry to go out. I mean, I think the the issue, honestly, is you know you're going to break the capacity. I mean, I yeah, you know you know some you know some of these bringers they're peeling them off the ceiling. Yeah, they're like they're the 14 person bringer at least right now has to go. It can't be a thing. Or oh, like who's got a 14 person bringer? 14 person bringer. I don't want to that, call out comedy clubs on here. Is that for real? You can tell me off the. You can tell me off the air. I have never heard of a fourteen person. Yeah, record. that's crazy. There are certain places that are like, and and they're and they're and they're big, so they can they can get away with it. But they. That's a lot like a of. That's a lot of people. That's a lot yeah. of people. I, the I mean, I, mine was mine was gone. mine was five, and I felt like that was you know reasonable. Yeah. I feel like you know you you can bring five people, you can I'll give you a spot. You know, it's all it's all good. Yeah. I surprisingly got 14 of my last bringer that I did. Uh, and I was like, I was expecting, I think it was like a seven person. So I was like, oh, I'm probably going to get five. Because <laughs> like people aren't going to show up. 
and like 14 showed up, and I was like, that's one thing when you're a comic, you get like a lot of people come to your bringer, you're like, shit. I'm probably going to have to do this again. I can't rely on it. Exactly. There's only Thank so many times I can go back to this here. well. Exactly. No, I've, yeah, I've certainly absolutely. done them and then been like, damn, I should have done this, this different one because of this reason and, you know, yeah. whatever. It's, it's, uh, it's hard. You try, to pay, you try to be judicious about them when you're, when you're starting out, I think. I, I, I do not have the, the overall negative opinion of them that other people do. I think they are what they are. Yeah. But I, I can certainly see how someone might not want to do it. I just think 14, 14 is a heavy lift. I just feel like for 14, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I got to be getting something out of that because that's a lot of people. I, I, I could just, I could produce a show. Yeah, exactly. If I, can get four, it, four, if I can get 14 people to show up, that's, you know, I mean, right now that's half an audience. I think you'd be over capacity. You can only do like an hour of yourself. You wouldn't even be able to bring other people. Exactly, it's crazy. 33 percent. Totally crazy. But is, it all, is, but is it 33 percent with the staff, the wait staff as it well? It is 33 percent with, with, with the staff. That's why I I believe that some clubs are going to wait until the number goes up a little more. Um, until I mean the number of people you're yeah. in goes up a little more because I just that that's hard because once you once you have I don't know I mean the wait staff could be <clears throat> I feel like like I'm just thinking of a. Uh, I'm just th- I'm trying to think of specific clubs. I mean, it's usually not that many people, but it's mm. definitely not nothing, and that does eat into your numbers. Yeah, I'm just trying. To, I mean, you're gonna be doing, in my opinion, for the smaller shows. You're gonna be doing outdoor shows for a, a while longer because if it's 32 percent, including staff, you can't. And 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 you're at a bar where other people are just enjoying their lives. There's no way you're gonna get to do a show with, with with a lot of crowd unless you're breaking rules, which people can very well do. People have been don't. doing it. People were doing people were doing shows. There were clubs doing shows that yeah. weren't really supposed to be doing shows. So I think, you know, that's uh if that's what you want to do, I it's not what I not what I would do. Let me put it that way. It's not it would yeah, not be my I, choice. Yeah. I think you gotta follow the rules. I think so too. I think it's the people who have already broken the rules are they're gonna keep breaking them. You keep breaking the rules when you don't get caught. So if you don't get caught, you're gonna keep doing it. No, I think that's true. I think I think there's a lot of truth in that. But but now the rules are that it's okay. So you know the yeah. the the question becomes: Does it make sense for the club to open? Like, do the numbers make sense? And that's not something I have any yeah. understanding of. I haven't the foggiest idea of what it what it costs you know, to run a comedy club and to keep the doors open. So presumably everybody's going to do their own calculus on that. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. But I mean, I, I, I certainly know that some people are like, let's get this thing open already. And, and I also, I think yeah. the idea is that you start at 33% and as long as things are okay, you know, knocking on wood, then you can, re- then, it, then it becomes 50, then it becomes 75. I, I'm, I'm making those numbers up, but I think that's the idea. No, I think so. I think they're going to, I think... The whole thing about this, though, is it's not. I just feel like, like Como and everyone's like, you know what, we we got got to do it. And I feel like that's everyone's attitude. Because I remember when he announced this, I looked up on on, on Google, and hopefully it was factual, because they tell you like by the by the day cases, and we're and I'm not trying to scare people, but we're still we're at like six thousand, and you're just like, that's a lot. <laughs> like you know, not nothing. You know, I know it's all in New York. But that's still a lot. I'm like, why are we opening up? Like, still. But I don't know if everyone's just like, screw it, vaccines are coming, we're just going to do it. And good luck, everybody else. 
but that that that, in, that intimidates me. I'm sure someone's like, eh, fear mongering. Blah, blah, blah. That's that's a scary thing. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. I don't blame you. I'm not. I yeah. I am in no way suggesting that you should, um, you know, that you shouldn't take it seriously. I think you should. No, I think. Uh, thank you. I, I think you should too. I hope that um, Zoom doesn't completely go away. I think it's a nice avenue for people. I know. I mean, we don't have to do. You don't have to do them as much, but I think every once in a while, I think I think Zoom shows are, are cool, and also a way to reach another portion of the audience. I think. So I, I mean, I do. I do my show. You're gonna do. You're doing my show. I think you're doing my show at some point, or did you already do my show? Yeah. You did uh, my show March already? 29th. March 29th. No, okay, you're March doing your, it's coming up. Okay. Um, so I do it every yeah. week, and it, it mm. is hardly ever people from New York, and I love that. I just think that's so much fun, and I think it's really fun for them because they get to see, you know, they get to see comics that they wouldn't otherwise see, and you know, because obviously mm. there's people who tour, but this isn't just comics who tour. Like I'm pu- I'm putting up, you know, comics who are really strictly. I mean, I shouldn't say they're strictly New York comics because that's not fair because I've also got people from out of town, but. You know, I'm definitely bringing in a lot of New York comics that you probably wouldn't see if you live in um, in Nebraska, you know, for example, or mm-hmm. or Pennsylvania. And it's just, you know, it's fun. I think it's I, I I've got repeat customers. I mean, that's incredibly gratifying to me. The fact that people are coming back yeah. to the show week after week is just like it's amazing, and it's so cool. I don't want to stop no, that. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank no, you. No, I, uh, I don't I, think you should. I think. Um... Because especially when things are not going to, like, open, like, I know April 2nd, uh, I don't think everything's going to open, like, right, right away. So, I know people are already, like, closing, like, ripping the tie off, like, school's out, like, no more Zoom. But, again, you're just going to have to roll into everything. And some of these things should definitely stick around because it, it helps you, it helps the comic, it just, it gets more people out there that may not be able to get booked. We all, we, we all can't get booked, and we're all not going to, with with things with different uh, capacity limits now, we're not, we're all not going to get booked. So we need to keep all of our options open. Totally. I, I just, I think that the, I mean, you know, I did my show on a Monday because I was thinking that would be, an, uh, you know, an off night in general. And there are other things on Mondays, mm. but in general, the comedy clubs aren't so busy on Mondays. So my hope would be that I can keep it going and people people will keep coming and I'll still be able to get comics. As long as I can still get comics and the audience still comes, as far as I'm concerned, I will keep doing it. Because why not? You know, if I've got something yeah, else on Monday not? night, that's different. But I don't I don't anticipate that happening. Like that just seems unlikely because it's just not, you know, like you, you're never going to do a bar show on Monday night. You know, you're not going to, you're probably, I don't, like not every club, I mean, I think some clubs do shows on Monday, but not all of them. Um, I remember Monday used to be like the the bringer night at certain clubs. Oh, is that uh, right? Monday was okay. like the big, yeah. Certain clubs were Monday. Other ones were the weekend. Like, um, yeah, it changes. But yeah, the big weekend shows are usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By the weekend, I mean like the afternoon. Like you're there, you're on the you're on the show from like two to four, and then they're like, get out because <laughs> right. the, the real show's gonna begin. Right, exactly. Well, and it always goes long. But, yeah, there's definitely going to be changes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. It's definitely going to be smaller. It might be the best time to do bringers. You only get one, you can only bring one person. 
<laughs> and you do well. So you have to tap <laughs> one one so, person, twenty so comics. Yeah. Everybody just bring one person. Come on, you can bring one person. You can bring one yeah. person. It's not a big deal. No, it's, I I think it'll – I mean, obviously, it's, it, it's back. I haven't talked to the people that I used to run my show with, so I don't know, you know, what the story is. But um, yeah. I think that you got to – I don't know. I got to do the I got to do the math because I mean capa- capacity is a funny thing. Like capacity is not how many people mm-hmm. are usually there. Capacity is how many people you can cram in there. You know. Exactly. I mean I've seen I've seen clubs where it's really really packed, but obviously that's not every night. No. Not at all. I've done shows where it's really really packed and and you're like, "Yes." And then the next time you do it, you're just like, "What happened?" I remember one of my oh, I'm so frustrated. This was a show that I loved. It was in Riverdale, and it was a tough crowd because Riverdale Bronx and I'm black, so yeah, had to warm up to me. And it was right after Trump became president. I did not realize. Oh, I've heard I, Trump Riverdale is absolutely Riverdale can be very right wing. Not country, yeah. Uh, so I remember I brought up his name, and that was the first time I heard cheers, and I was like, oh boy. Uh, not that I had any like Trump sucks jokes anyway. I had like my The Rock should be president jokes. Uh, first time I did answer to the point where even one of these these people were like, were just like, hey, talk about next time, just make fun of white people. Like, and the audience told me, just like, okay. Second time I did much better, and then for the third time, and this was this place was it was it was a bar, but you had a whole private room to do stand up. Like they had a whole section, so everyone who went there paid to be there, wanted to be there, were engaged. Like the dream. And they paid for your food. The bar, the bar would pay you and pay for your food and drink, which is great. That sounds like a real gig. Yeah. That's a hot gig. And then the next time I was supposed to do it, I was going to headline, and I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. I'm going to kill it. And then, then I get there, and the man, the guy tells me, the booker, great guy, uh, he really is not one sarcasm, the management changes and they locked off that room. You can't use that room anymore. So now oh. you have to do your 20 minutes in front of the regular bar where everyone's watching the Yankees versus the Mets. And you're like, oh, oh fuck. No. no. And that went exactly how you think it was. <laughs> Yankees. All the Yankees, Mets. I mean, no. my God. Talk about, I mean, that, they're going to be engaged. They're not. This is not, yeah. you know, Yankees twins or something. This is a real game. That's no. a, that's some Subway <laughs> Series action, baby. Exactly. Everyone cares like, about that. So funny. Well, I had a, yeah, that would I, suck. I, I, I had one Asian heckler like the entire time. And it was like, cool. And that was it. When someone's heckled in a situation like that, are you like, at least you're listening? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, okay. maybe you're what happy. Yeah, <laughs> at least you care. Yeah. <laughs> He's just some drunk guy. And then everyone, and then... You know, everyone else watching game, people getting annoyed. They still pay for food and drink. And they were all very nice. But, like, you had that spot that, like, you're like, oh, this is going to be a like this. will be a good tape. I have 20 minutes. I have to test it like a special. Like, all all the good stuff. And then, eh. yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. That's too bad. Well, that's too bad. All right, so tell me about your job. Because yeah. I think you have a cool-sounding job. You talk about it in your act. Oh, I, the the company is cool and it sounds cool. It's also it's a very tough job. What I do uh, when I'm not doing stand up is I'm a moderator for a, a nerd website. So 
uh, like the popular ones. So we they talk about Star Wars, Marvel, DC, uh, video games sometimes, any property, any big property. They post the articles on Facebook, and I have to moderate comments, talk to fans, and all that stuff. And that would be great if the fans were all, <laughs> like, nice, but then we were just talking about right wing before. A lot of right wing superhero fans, which is a interesting, and a lot of right wing nerds. Which interesting, it's surprising given the, given the source material. You wouldn't think that it would be as as offensive, as not racist as it is sometimes, but it really is. Um, Add the joke out there about Superman potentially being black because the, there's a, I don't spoil it, but he has a lot of similarities to an African American if you break it down. And people lose it's their a really minds good joke. over that. It's stuff. a really, really. I just want to back you up on that. It's a really good joke. Like it was. I, I am very partial to. I'm. I'm a big nerd, so I'm very partial to nerd. You know, it's not. It's not so much nerd humor, but nerdy mm-hmm. stuff in a stand-up act that everybody can relate to. Because that's because it's like it's so important to me. The, these things I do. A, I have my. I have another podcast. Comics will have comic books. You know, this is the, this is my meat. Mm-hmm. I have a storage space filled to the brim with comic books, and when someone can talk about that stuff in a way that's accessible to people who are not enormous nerds, I tip my I tip my cap. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm always really impressed Thank by you. that. Oh, I really appreciate that, and that takes some time to do. I I know I uh, I don't want to be. You know, I'm already already have this label because I know I've done shows with like. Coming up next, this guy likes anime. I'm like, I have credits. Like you can <laughs> like tell me your credits. Like like I'm not just yes, I'm wearing a Sailor Moon shirt shirt, but I have credits, man. We were on the same Broadway show. But you don't introduce but, you, you don't introduce uh, someone like that. Come on. That's a terrible way to I know I, there, I there get, I know there's I legions weird of introduction. Um, that's just a weird introduction. I mean I I mean, you know, I've I don't know. I'm sure I've been introduced in weird ways too, but I just feel like this guy likes anime. Is not. I mean, because you, we saw, you know, this guy <laughs> likes Marvel movies. I mean, that's not that's not an introduction. You yeah. know, you've seen him on you've seen him on HBO. That's an introduction, and you don't. Have to, it doesn't have to be HBO, but you know, whatever. You've seen him in clubs no. all, clubs all over town. For God's sake, it's a better introduction. This guy likes anime. <laughs> yeah. This guy likes anime. So he's thinking I'm a giant nerd or a giant pervert. I'm like, oh man, okay. And and I, I love the person who put the show on. I was able to bounce off of it, but it was just like, eh, I have other stuff. But, but back to the job, uh, like some days are cool. People are just talking about, like you say, WandaVision or whatever. You're posting memes or you're sharing this. The interesting about before I get into that, the interesting thing about the job is I have to do whatever is posted. I have to respond to whatever is posted. And besides memes, I have zero control over what goes up. So if they put up an article like Baby Yoda is the devil for eating eggs, eggs, I have to deal with the backlash of whatever that person's opinion was, even if I don't agree with it. And I'm just like, why would you say that, Tim? <laughs> oh, my God. And then I have to take the role of Tim and, like, defend defend Tim. But I'm just like, God damn it, which, which is a very interesting part of it. But the right-wing side of it, unfortunately, uh, the, uh, the article went up about Space Jam, Space Jam 2 photos. Yeah, people were bad about three things. One, a 3D Bugs Bunny, which I don't know what you're it's, – that's just kind of the style. What? That's what people What? Do. I don't understand. Yeah. They were mad about a 3D Bugs Bunny? <laughs> because it's not, quote, hand-drawn, end quote, which I don't think the movie – Nothing was is hand-drawn before. anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, Am I crazy? I, I don't. I don't. I, I literally don't think anything is hand drawn anymore. No, I think even if it is, they take they they still put it into a computer and make it work. Like even if like concepts are hand drawn. This is why I can't stand these websites. Was, by the way, no, no, no offense to your you know to your job, but yeah. this, this no, is why the, these websites the make me crazy because the people people <laughs> people post these things. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, they they were pros. I mean, they were just from, like the site in general was just talking about the article. The comments were angry. The right. site wasn't as upset about it. To clear that up, uh, second they were upset about the uh, Lola Bunny not being as hot. Which first oh. of all, it's a rabbit. Like, <laughs> look, I'm not gonna king shame you. I, mean, I know a lot of people are into Rule Thirty Four which I personally, like, get creeped out by. And what is Rule 34? I don't understand. What is Rule 34? Oh, man. Oh, grace yourself. Uh, rule 34 is if it exists in the world, at least in the world, like pop culture or something, there's a porn of it. So you can go online oh, and you okay. can see Superman banging Wonder Woman. You can see Superman banging Batman. You can see the My Little Ponies getting at it. Like, it's out there. And there's... One of my my problems with it is one, a lot of people like there's there's like totally like Bart doing Lisa. Like, come on, man! Like, what is what is the matter with you? One, they're ch- one, wrong for so many reasons. Children. Two, their brothers and sisters. Like, three, God has given you the ability to draw whatever you want, and you decided to draw this. Like, no, no, you can do better, please. Um, and two. It's always so aggressive anytime I run into it. Like, I get that it's porn to Rule 34, but, like, can't you just have, like, a nice night where, like, Fred and Wilma go out, they have a good time, <laughs> and then they just, like, like then they, then they consummate. They're, like, they like regular people. They, maybe they have some nice cuddling. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? You know, yeah, Fred and Wilma just curl up on the couch and, and watch Netflix. You know, come on. Yeah. There's not enough cuddling. <laughs> There's not enough story is just like hardcore set. Like Fred and Barney would where's the canon? Fred would never invite Barney over to tag team his wife. That would never come on. Let's do that. Those, those that's so disturbing that that's a thing. I find that so yeah, troubling. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost any franchise. I can't think I feel like if you don't have a rule thirty four about you then you're like your franchise is failing. So right, you you're more that's, of a that's weird too. Yeah. And then, but then back to the original thing. The third thing they were mad about, and this was really surprising, uh, which I should have expected, but I didn't. LeBron James being in the movie because LeBron James uh, does not like Trump, and LeBron James also very iffy about the NBA in China. So people were so angry about like, why would it be LeBron? Why would it be LeBron? Why would it be LeBron? Like, why? He's the biggest star in the world. I mean, come on. If, if there's a Michael Jordan equivalent, it has to be LeBron. I mean, that's who else would it be? Yeah. <laughs> I was asking. I'm like, who else would it be? Like, they're so upset about him. They'd be liberal LeBron, blah, blah, blah. And and people are just, they work themselves up over things that aren't even happening, some of these people. They're like, oh, watch, because it's Bugs Bunny, they're going to cancel Bugs Bunny because they're going to make him woke and trans and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yo, my dude, it's Space Jam. Is going to be like the other Space Jam, just with a new basketball player. That's that's it. That's it. So and weird. Even if they did make Bugs Bunny trans, like, who cares? Cool. 
that's fine. Like they get so worked up about um, uh, people being uh, about people person of color, someone being trans, someone being gay, like inclusivity in a show. Like they take it personally, like that Michael Jordan meme. Like, and I take that personally. And you're like, but why? Your show is fine. Like a lot of comments itself was like, oh, it's never gonna replace the original. It's not gonna. The original will always be there, unless somebody in the movie really screws up, and then they'll only show it on Saturday afternoons every once in a while. That's it. So like, those are the tough days. When it when it's funny, just uh, I remember I told my brother this like. You get something like Elliot Page uh, coming out as trans, which is great news. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. Good for him. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Guess what I had to like, deal with at work. Terrible people. Yeah, I'm like, oh, why you got to do this today? Damn it, Elliot. <laughs> like, it's such a bad feeling to be like someone celebrating this or like love wins. And you're like, oh, no. It does not not on my site. Not today. <laughs> No, no, no. Not on my website. But there are also, nope. But there are also a lot of great people on the site. A lot of great commenters and people. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like I assume that there fans. are people that are not crazy. No, but you know, you you know, comment sections. The people who leave the comments are the ones that are a little out there. I once got in so Most much trouble. I used to I used to site. write. For, I used to be a freelance writer, and I wrote for the AV Club. And I got in oh. trouble because I because I said that a that a comic book writer would be upset by a character uh, that's usually white being black, and people went. Mm-hmm. And it, it was and I say people. It was one guy who got so bananas about it that that my editor actually emailed me. This was way back before texting. He emailed me and said, "You have to yeah. get on the site and respond to these comments because it's just getting out of hand." And it was on Thanksgiving Day. Like oh, that's geez. how that's how nutty it was, and I was just like, uh, okay. So I and I went on and I did I did the best I could, but it was just this this guy was a crazy person. There was nothing I could do. Yeah. No, no. I mean, that, that's a lot of people just want to get their point out. I've found that um, sometimes you just talk to them, like talk to them like normal people. Some of them are like, oh, you know what? I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. Or they think you're a bot. They think. All comments and all responses are like some type of robot, and yeah, no one's listening. And it's real people. I gotta read this stuff. I take it over. Like it's funny because even if I don't post it, I don't post it myself. But I have to. I, I, I. You read enough negative comments, it's gonna affect you mentally. Like that's just it. Even if it's not about you, but it's just you're seeing so much negativity over something. You're right. gonna You're gonna take it with you. You can't Talk, help it. Make- Makes but sense to me. You're just you're swimming in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, though, there is some positives, and uh, about the about your your story, it's it's wild how uh, animated people get and how like upset people get. Uh, even to the point that you have to do this on Thanksgiving, you're like it it should be able to sit. But some people, I remember one person wanted to get me fired because we posted a meme in the early COVID days. And their father, unfortunately, just passed of COVID. And he took it, I found the MJ meme again, and he took it personally because, you know, he's, he's tied to it. He's emotionally tied to it, rightfully so. And he was like, these are insensitive. I emailed, like, this person who was, like, one of the bosses that I knew. And I was like, I want to get this person off that. And I, we tried our best to speak with him and, like, tell him, look, we're just making these kind of uh, – 
everyone's going through the thing. We're just trying to make lighthearted means. It's not a personal attack, but people take so many things personally, even when it's not about them. We were very sympathetic, and I actually got, like, a lot of praise for it. They were like, you handled it perfectly. Like, a situation like that was never something you're trained for. So it's just it's wild. <laughs> What what did what training did you have for a job like that? Like, is it something? I mean, you can't. I can't. I can't imagine you aspired to do this. And I don't. I don't mean that in a bad no. way. I just mean it's like it's a weird job. Yeah. No zero. I was looking for work. I had a temp job before. And I was looking for work, and like, I don't. I'm nerdy, uh, but I'm nerdy about certain things. Like my 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 big things are like wrestling, uh, certain animes. Uh, what else? Certain video games as well. Simpsons, like, I'm still that guy watching The Simpsons in season 33 and be like, it's good, which is not terrible. But if you want it to be um, season 8 and 9, like, the ones that everyone loves, it's long gone. You just have to accept that and take it for what it is. Oh, you can, I mean, you can watch don't. them. Get on Disney Plus. You can watch the episodes, but, you know, it's... Yeah. People, I mean, I, I still, every now and then, I check in with The Simpsons and I watch a new episode, and I enjoy it. I really do. It's, it's like checking in yeah. with old friends. Yeah, I'm 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 an I'm an every weeker. I I joke that I picked things from the '90s and I stuck with them. I picked wrestling, I picked um, anime, and I picked The Simpsons. And even though some of these things are way past their like cool factor, I'm like, yeah, Monday Night Raw every Monday night still. Even though Stone Cold Steve Austin is long gone and The Rock is long gone, but. Yeah, there's no training on on the job. I remember when I when I applied, I was like, "Hey, this is what I like here, my fandom." Blah blah blah. They're like, "Okay, cool, get to it." And then um, it was right at the height of Rise of Skywalker, and I'm not a big Star Wars person, but like everything was Star Wars, so I had to like try and learn so much about Star Wars, which I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know." Because, like, you think you know something, and then people are like, well, then in the books, this happened. Oh, then the once, they, once they get into that in the books, I'm like, oh, I'm checking out. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, like, I, I, can't, I just wait. can't even with that. I tried reading a, Star, reading a Star Wars novel. Now, I read Star Trek novels, but, though, but yeah. the, there's a big difference. The Star Trek novels are very much standalone things. The Star Wars novels, people consider them part of the larger story. And it's, yeah. and it's it's a there's a lot more there's a lot more weight on them and it's just it makes I find it makes them harder to read. I mean I would I would feel the same way. There's there's just so much um, lore to the story and then uh, people trying like you say try to connect different canon and different this and that and it's just your head hurts. Like I I the way I look at Star Wars is it's either a good Star Wars or a bad Star Wars. It's not my heart for a fandom. I go to the movie I enjoy myself cool. And I really don't really think about it again. It's me personally. I know a lot of people live it. I have friends who, like, live it, and that's great. But it's never been something that, like, has captivated me where I have to learn so much more afterwards. I'm just like, all right, I'll see you again in two years. Or, like, I watched The Mandalorian. That's the solid Mandalorian. But this job, uh, there's always theories and posts and this and that. And, like, you just got to kind of be on top of it. But they are also very nice when I'm like, hey, man, I do not know this. Like, someone else needs to jump in and talk about this because I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, and I never thought about that. But, I mean, in order to – just in order to do the job, you know, you got to know what the hell these people are talking about. Like, it's not just a matter of saying, hey, you know, don't say offensive things and, you know, don't – you know, I, I don't know what – I don't know what – I'm sure there's community rules and things that you can and can't say. But if they want you to really interact, you got to know your stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, you do. Uh, things like, and thing, thing, I do, I do my best. <laughs> that's that's why I said there, there are topics where I can, and they know this. Or I can do great, and I can talk about it with anybody. And then there are other topics where I'm like, someone needs to come in here, or if it gets to like thousands and thousands of comments, and it's just like people hating on Kylo Ren. I'm like, I, I don't know what to say to you guys. <laughs> it's just a lot of anger, no reason. Yeah. No, there's definitely there's a lot of that. That does seem that does seem rough. I mean, I guess I mean I guess it's probably good for in, ter- in terms of the stand up as jobs go. Like it, you know, it probably has some flexible hours. You know, you maybe don't need you know you, you don't necessarily need to be clocking in at an exact time, right? I mean, so that's probably a good thing. Yeah. No, there are positives to the job. I think the 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 people I work with are very one. Well, they're very nice. They're very understanding. I uh, know when uh. Black Lives Matter, and I hate saying it like this because it sounds like it was like a gimmick and that it's over, but when it's not. But when at the height of protests in the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, they would see some of these comments. I remember I had talked to some of them because there was one post that they posted about like Baby Yoda, uh, or like a Yoda and somebody like spray painted Black Lives Matter or something. They're like, Yoda and Black Lives or something like that, and people were livid, and the comments were disgusting. And that's when I was, uh, which I thankfully I got the mandate that I don't have to do this, responding to every negative comment pretty much. Like, because I'm that, I've said I take this personally a lot. I took this personally because I'm a black man, and I'm watching these protests, and I'm watching the person in power at the time telling people to pretty much shoot us on site and all these other terrible things and then I have to go to my job and watch you pe- watch not, watch people read people say the worst things about my people so of course I'm going to get upset and, and never to the point where I'm like fuck you because like, that's not what you do in the job but I'm fighting back and forth with people to the point where I'm just like guys we got to choose these articles better like this did not have to go up like Mentally, I am drained because there's 600 comments there, and I responded to 300 of them trying to stop people. And they listen, they understand, um, and, and even now with other topics, they make sure if this is something that should be posted. If it's not, if it's just going to draw the ire of uh, right-wing people, don't extreme right-wing people, I should say, uh, don't post it, and that really meant a lot. But also, I'll get back to your original point. I feel like I'm just rambling all the time now. I, I'm, a, I'm interested, yeah, so, you know, so far, so good. Well, thank you. I haven't been on podcasts in a while. Um, it's a lot of flexibility. It is a lot of flexibility. Uh, if, a sh- if I have shows, I can I can do shows. I already work from home. So even pre-pandemic, I worked from home. So I don't have to I clean myself up, of course, but I don't have to put on the suit and tie and get on the train and do that again, right you know which no it makes it a, it makes it a little mentally easy, right? I, I, yeah yeah, yeah. so so when they said mentally, stay home you were like I'm, the, I'm already doing that <laughs> yeah now it's funny that like my my quote office end quote and now there are people here there's family here now so like my alone time <laughs> is gone yeah and no I felt, same, like I felt the same I felt the same way myself I'm a stay-at-home dad, and I, I have had the, uh, you know, right now all I do is comedy, but the, all the jobs that I've had mm-hmm. um, if for the last, you know, 10, 12 years, I mean, maybe, 
uh, have been have been like you know I was a freelance writer and I I was it was all writing stuff and it was mm. all home. So I mean I was I was very used to this. Like it wasn't really that much. The as you say the only adjustment was that suddenly there's other people in my space. You know that's that's yeah. really that's really the main difference. Um, you know and and it's been fine. It's not a big deal. I'm flexible. It's it, it, it all worked out. But and luckily luckily. Yeah. Luckily, I've got a space that I can go to, so that's you know where I can do stuff like this. So that's obviously good. Um, so uh, and, and obviously, it also gave you a great Superman joke, the uh, the job. So yeah, I mean, that's a good that's a good thing. I mean, that's a that's a signature bit. No, that bit. <laughs> thank you. I do like the. Uh, I have come. I have some bits about uh, just learning about this this nerd culture even further to the the negative the negative side of it. So in addition to the Superman bit, I have said a couple other ones. Uh, and then that helped a lot, and you know everyone's always like, "Well, you can use that in your act," which is something that people love to say to you. Uh, but I can use this in my act, so thankfully it's the first job. No disrespect to my other jobs, where I actually have things I can use in your act because I know certain office jobs, like the copier when I work, and people are like, "Oh, you can use that in your act." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's going to be a okay. real short act. <laughs> yeah, all right, Susan. Someone, someone said oh, to me, boy. "Oh God, what was it?" He said, "Oh, I can't remember the joke now. It was, it was horrible. It was this terrible joke." And he's like, "You can use that." It was, it was like something. It was something about like a bald guy and scratching his balls and hair and hair on your balls. It was like that was the that was the crux of the joke. That was the oh. makeup of the joke. And he and he looks at me and he's like, "You can use that," and I just said. Okay, <laughs> like the only way I ever used it was I used it. I told the story of him telling me this horrible joke, and then telling me he could use yeah. it. I could use it. That was the only way I ever I ever actually used that because man, it was, it, it was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. I've, uh, I've, <laughs> I've thought about doing that too. I had a friend call me. Uh, he's a fun guy, but he called me. He was like, "I have something you could totally use." He hyped it up. Long story short. It was about how he uh, had to go through a procedure, and then the next, and he thought he thought he was gonna die, which is which is sad. He had to go through a procedure. Uh, luckily, he was fine. He was in good health, but he thinks that the doctors think that his his penis looks really good and big for a white guy. And that was the, the gist of the joke that he thought he was gonna die, and then he woke up and someone thinks he has a big dick, and he was like, "You can use that. You can tell that story." I was like, "I'm not telling that story." Look, if you want people to freaking go out with you, you do your own work. I'm not gonna tell everyone. Yeah, that do your own. Like by the by the way, if that happens, if that happened to me, I might I might use that. Like like I mean, I could yeah. see, but that like 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 no, you can't. That's not a. You, I mean, it's like I can't. That's your story, man. I can't tell your story. What are you talking yeah. about? So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm yeah. gonna say this happened to a friend of mine. Like that's that's not really that's not stand up. That's not good. Yeah, it's an amusing anecdote. I don't know. Um, all right, so we well. they want to help, and they're trying to help them. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's all right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, I think people want to be in on the act, is they want they want input, mm-hmm. and it's just not. It's, yeah. it's like, sorry, man. Uh, so we got about a minute left. Um, yeah. Can you tell people where they can find you oh. online? Uh, you can find me keep it five star F I V E on all social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube is where a lot of my stand up is. Posting a lot of shorts now the new trend. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, there's a lot of anime and video game reactions and comedy on there too, but there's a lot of good stand-up. So that's where you can find me. Uh, March 29th, I'll be on your show, Brett. So I hope you guys watch that. 
And March 8th, I'll go to my profile on Instagram. I have a show on March 8th. I'm part of the AMG Comedy Festival. And hopefully in a few months, my show characters select and return and in New York, and we can have a great time. Sounds great. Um, all right, Kyle, thank you so much for being on. Uh, I am Brett Singer. You can find me at brettsinger.com, at the Brett Singer on all social media. Look up Monday Night Live on Eventbrite, and you can find that every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and it's a great stand-up show, and you'll love it, and Kyle's going to be on it, and it's going to be really cool. Uh, thanks a lot, and everyone, please stay safe. Stay safe. Thank you.